serve the interest of our community. Uh, we are very fortunate to have with us today a gentleman by the name of uh, Gadrius Kavekis, who is a graduate student from Corinthia University of Applied Sciences in Austria. Uh, Gadrius is the recipient of a Marshall Plan Scholarship and we're very fortunate uh, to have him working at, with my organization, the Polis Center at Indiana University, Purdue University of Indianapolis, uh, for the last few months. Uh, he's just concluding his work with us, and uh, we'll be sorry to see him go, I assure you, but we are very fortunate that he is able to today present some of the really interesting things that he has learned while exploring how hazards could be used in an international setting. Uh, one of the things that makes his work, I think, very unique in many ways and certainly interesting to the people on this call is that he has managed to do things uh, with hazards that we don't believe have yet been done, specifically in the flood model. He has been successful in running that model in an Austrian setting. Uh, he's also going to share with you how he's, he's managed to overcome some of the challenges with availability of inventory data an international setting, and I believe some of those lessons learned may have applicability to uh, work going on even here in the United States. Uh, so without further introduction, I'm going to go ahead and turn the phone over to Gidrius so he can share his information with you. Uh, before uh, I do that, one last quick thing. If you've not already dialed into the virtual presentation, I definitely encourage you to do that. Uh, that was in the meeting announcement, but it's http colon slash slash breeze, B-R-E-E-Z-E dot I-U dot E-D-U slash hazus Austria, one word, slash. Just dial in as a guest. You'll be able to see Gidrius's presentation. He has a number of videos that he's going to show with this, uh, reflecting some of the work he's done as well. So that will be an important part of this. Also, just to let you know, uh, this will be a recorded presentation. Uh, at least the audio segments, and uh, for that reason, keep that in mind as you're uh, asking questions, uh, which we certainly would encourage uh, towards the end of the presentation. Uh, one last request. If uh, you are dialed in, uh, please set your phone on mute so it uh, doesn't interfere with the uh, uh, presentation. Thank you very much, Gadrius. Uh, welcome. Thank you, Kevin, for the introduction. Thanks for joining this presentation. I hope you will enjoy this. First of all, I would like to say thank you to both my supervisors, Kevin Mickey from Polish Center and Gernot Pauls from Korean University of Applied Sciences. Also, I would like to say big thanks to all my friends and colleagues from the Polish Center. This presentation will be the simple PowerPoint presentation, and uh, I'd like to show you a few videos because it would say better to see once than to share twice. And in this presentation, first of all, I will introduce, introduce you why we are focused on this research. Then I will describe your European Flood Directive and the hazards and as a tool. Then go the main problem and the solution, how we solved it. Then I will present you the framework of flood damage estimation in Europe using our implementation and hazards. Then for sure go the requirements. And the last quite interesting thing is uh, the possibility to use the free worldwide data in hazardous image and flood modeling. And in the end, uh, we will have the results, problems, conclusions, and the future research. So I think a lot of you know that the flooding is a huge issue, uh, which inflicts a lot of 
damages in property and human losses, and a lot of scientists are focused how to reduce these losses and damages. In 2007, the European Flood Directive was signed by 27 European member states. So the European scientists were focused to look for the tools which would be suitable to contribute this European Flood Directive. And we noticed uh, has emerged as a tool which proved its efficiency very well in many cases that is in the U.S. And in the policy center, we're still very, very intensely working with hazards. And uh, that was already the research uh, by Kulmesh, and it was the evaluation of the hazards loss estimation methodology in the case study in Austria. How about the European Flood Directive? Uh, imagine the situation, like in the United States, that each state would have their own requirements, their own data structure, their own data types, their own framework, methodology, and even their own language. How you will deal with that? Because, as you know, the floods, they don't care about the boundaries. So the similar situation we could describe also in the European Union. And uh, that's why European Flood Directive was enacted by 27 European member states. And the aim of this European Flood Directive is to manage and reduce flood risks. And European Flood Directive, as a requirement from each European member state, asks three outputs. And one of them, the nearest one, which deadline you can see over here, is this is the next is. Uh, nearby the end of the uh, December in 2012. Also, we are looking forward to check how hazardous image should contribute and flood risk and management plan. Uh, now about hazardous image. Some of you probably already know this tool. Uh, hazardous image is a free, powerful risk assessment tool which is capable to analyze the potential losses from floods, hurricanes, and earthquakes. In this presentation, I will focus only on the floods. Uh, Hazus MH is released by FEMA as RGS extension. This makes the Hazus uh, very good uh, to work with RGS, so you can process the inputs or the outputs with RGS. And but there is the one problem that originally uh, Hazus is designed to work with US dataset. Now a little bit about uh, has this image flood model. Over here you can see the schema in the right. Uh, has this image flood model can assess the direct damage to the building facilities by combining the depth grid point or aggregated data, as you could say inventory, and then applying for each of the building or facility the damage function or event to the aggregated polygon. And then it can generate summary of debris and calculate the direct and indirect economic and social losses. And now, when we find out all the hazardous capabilities and we know the requirements of uh, European Flood Directive, then it was the time for us to analyze the recommendations from European scientists in the study field of flood risk and flood hazard mapping. So we analyzed more than 100 flood hazards and flood risk maps, a lot of methods, and uh, risk assessment frameworks from more than 20 European countries. And we picked out the main flood hazards and uh, flood risk map types. We analyzed the requirements, what is needed for these maps, what are the color and scale issues, the contents, 
how we should uh, we analyze the good examples, the bad examples, uh, how we should avoid to make bad maps and so on. And now we prepared over here some kind of table in the right that from here you can see that health uh, image can support the big parts of these maps. So when we have everything, we're good to go. But there's a the main problem. The main problem that, as I mentioned uh, two slides before, that Hazus originally works with US datasets. Uh, theoretically, Hazus don't care about where that data is from. The problem is the study region. And uh, the huge issue in the Hazus is that the study region is defined by default as a territory of United States. And uh, this study region can be assigned as U.S. geographical divisions or administrative units like state, county, census tract, and census block. And probably, as you know, that is not what we have in Europe. So the best thing what so far we could find is NUTS, nomenclature of units for territorial statistics. And we integrated them. But as you will see in the next slide, the detailness of the lowest NUTS level is not enough to perform efficient aggregated data analysis in hazards. And now, uh, when we integrated European data sets into hazards, it's, uh, I think it's a good point that the framework of analysis is almost unchanged. So it means we can use the same training, the same tutorials, the same guidelines. And uh, about two weeks ago, we found a new thing in hazards that um, if regression equations for hydrological modeling in hazards are available, then even you can perform the flood hazard analysis in hazards using European datasets. And right now we are working by providing these regression equations to the European regions. And over here, I think, I hope you can see my mouse, uh, over here in the left you can see the default hazus view and the view which should be familiar to the hazus users where you have the, uh, the state and the county list and you have the map of the us and in the right you have the view after our implementation where you as a state you have a europe and then as a county you have different regions and uh, also over here not the countries but regions example austria consists from two regions. I will show you later a little bit the video how it works. And so as, as described earlier, it is not enough the existing not level to perform efficient aggregated analysis in hazards. And by rough estimation, the detailness of the lowest level not three low level, it should be like equal to the county. So we should find something which would be good data for census tract and census block. There would be the possibility like uh, to create census tract and census block as a grid. But then we have another problem. There are not many countries which have the aggregate data as a grid. One of them which, have that which has that possibility is Austria. And also there is, there could be the map of flood damage estimation and you show for the, your community. You go to the community meeting and you show, you raise the awareness because you care about your people, you care about your community. And this is 
made from nothing. And I hope that this implementation will help to do something for such kind of small even for such kind of small communities. I'm sorry. In the future research, I'm very happy that we found a lot of possibilities. And uh, uh, I don't know how I will work alone or with some kind of support, but I will go toward that direction. Uh, we we plan to develop. We would like to develop. We will see how it will figure out to develop the schema to simplify the integration of European aggregate data. As I said to you before, it's possible. It is possibility to wait until there will be common structure or to try for each country. We are still looking for that solution. Also, I was talking about the creating various schemas. We could think about what about to create for each country, and according their statistical department, what types are and so on. It could be a great possibility. And then if the engineers would need more detailed information, they would be able to create their own schemas in Microsoft Access. Also, our focus would be to develop or to combine more sophisticated methods to get more accurate flood hazard data, in which, we could be, which would be able to use in hazard image. And I really hope that there will be more open source, open source data platforms where we would be able to get quite precise data, not in the context of uh, geographical, not in the precise of the location, but also the precise of the attribute data, like occupancy type, building type, and so on. And uh, also, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we are very looking forward to improve the functionality of the UDF results, user defined facilities. And also, we were quite surprised when 10 days ago, uh, we accidentally tried to integrate uh, Lithuanian European datasets into Hazus image earthquake model, and we succeeded. So what we need right now is only earthquake uh, maps. So this future research show, shows a huge potential for our future research. So thank you very much for taking a part in this presentation. Uh, if if you want to ask me the questions, uh, I'm not sure how this telephone works. I hope Karen will come in two minutes. Also, yeah. Adrian? Yep. Adrian, we do have some questions that have come in. Um, before I open the floor just for uh, verbal questions, we had two come into the chat room that I'll, I'll pitch your way, and then you can take it from there. Uh, the first one was the regions that you used, those were political boundaries. Is that correct? Um, uh, the regions. When you saw the list of counties, there were not the pol uh, there were not political boundaries according to the countries, but they were more like uh, it. Uh, we used not level one. So, for example, uh, uh, Austria is divided, as I remember, into two regions. So, I'm not sure that we could call that political boundaries. It it depended. It depends on the how we integrated. Example, in this case, uh, we the level one was not the country. Uh, did I answer the question? Yeah, I believe so. Um, one of the interest areas that I know that um, U.S. users have been keen about is modeling by watershed, for example. But with your methodology, it's simply another boundary, right? Uh, yes, yes. And uh, we are thinking about 
Um, I was thinking about one of the improvements in our presenter methodology in the future to use not the interest area but to use the watershed and when we, and when we would have the uh, elevation in the flood from the guard station. So kind of when you have the watershed and drainage area for the guard station and then there would be interpolation between different water depth grids and you would be able to combine everything. We are looking forward to develop this tool. Thank you. The second question that came across is one I know that uh, we've discussed here, and, and I know this is something you're keenly interested in. Uh, and the question is, were damage functions for the buildings that you put into your uh, inventory, were you, did you develop damage functions unique to the Austrian construction practices and conditions, or did you use default hazard functions? And if you use the defaults, um, what are your impressions about how important it will be to create or adapt perhaps existing damage functions if this is applied in Europe or other areas of the world? Um, for the damage functions, first of all, we would need information what should be the damage functions in Europe. Uh, right now I have some rough information about Austria, and this in this presentation it was so far not implemented. But uh, uh, early in my early research I applied the, my own user-defined depth, uh, flood depth functions, flood depth curves to the buildings. And for site-specific data, it can be applied and it works quite well. But when we're talking about aggregated data, uh, we noticed some problems that the results are excluded. So it don't work for aggregated data. But for site-specific data, is quite good working and uh, so now the task for us would be to get the accurate flood damage functions to apply them and to apply example for different regions. Thanks, Thank you, Adrian. Yeah, I, I believe that addressed the, the, the uh, person's question, but I believe they're also on the call. So I'm going to open the floor to anyone that asks, uh, wishes to ask Adrian's question. We've got about 10 or 15 minutes left. so. Uh, Anybody that wants to jump in there, please feel free to do so. Gadrius, this is Mahidin Sheikh. Uh, in fact, Kevin was uh, forwarding my questions. Thank you for answering them first of all. Uh, very good job, very impressive. Um, it's great to see the universal applicability of hazards, and I can see how uh, UDF was the way to go. The question I have was uh, more to do with the customization of hazards. Other than the study region creation screen, uh, did you actually have to make any changes in the software itself if, if they were made any, are they part of the software as 2.0? Yeah. Um, so far, no. Uh, we they didn't do any changes in the software, and it was quite good. So we changed only the data which has us used. So we didn't didn't do any changes in this side. Okay. Well, the screen I saw in the video, one of the video was to select the study region, and I thought I saw Europe. Is, is that something part of the Hazus 2.0, or is that something only done for your study case? Uh, uh, this implementation, it works as we tested with MR4, MR5, and 2.0, and we didn't do any changes. We just changed uh, instead of, we, right now, everything is integrated into the state folder CA, California. Okay. So we changed the internal data sets. The, uh, you, were, you, were, 
indirectly fooling Hazus to think it's California, but the data was coming. Yes, 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 okay. correct. <laughs> when, when you pose a question, if you could do us all a favor, please uh, name the organization you're with. I'm, I'm looking at the attendee list, and I see representatives from uh, academia, a few um, international partners and countries, and uh, private sector and others. So um, if you don't mind, share your organization. Good questions. Sure, Kevin. Uh, this, this, it was my in Sheikh with Michael Baker. Nice to meet you. Uh, are, you going to, are you going to present at the conference, upcoming conference? Uh, it's, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. The problem is that I should be, uh, my plane is on 29th of July, and I should back, and I should be back in Europe to write my master thesis. Uh, okay. Well, good luck. Thanks. Also, if you will have any questions in the future, just mail me. Uh, I will not be available the next two weeks, but after that, I, I was looking forward to answer all your questions. I can still answer the questions the whole day today. <laughs> Thank you, Gadrius. I think I might uh, get in touch with you. It's very exciting to see. This is just uh, out of personal curiosity what else could be done. So hopefully I'll get in touch with you soon. We do have a couple more minutes if anyone has any questions. Um, this is Mickey Hastings here up in uh, uh, Canada, Vancouver, on the West Coast, with Natural Resources Canada, so with the federal government up here in Canada. And I just want to say, I know how much work, first of all, it is to do that, what you've done, and congratulations, because it takes a bit to look really and easy, but it's, I know it's not. There's a lot of fiddling to make it work. Um, but I wanted to ask you about the uh, regression equations. You, you talked about that you yep. you then substituted in to make it um, you know to make it work for Europe. Can you give me a a sense of how you how you put those together? Where you got? I found uh, I found the parameters of the regression uh, regression equations. Where are the stored in Hazus 